0: I'm even okay with middle school. But after that, and again, it's still good to know a variety. It's important not to funnel too much on on one thing. But at the same time, I agree with you. 90% of what I learned in high school, I never used.
1: Welcome to the You Better You podcast. Just two guys helping you better you. The quote of the week is, income seldom exceeds personal development. And now, here are your hosts, Gael and Robin.
0: So welcome to the You Better podcast. This voice belongs to Gael.
1: And this voice belongs to Robin.
0: So today we have an interesting conversation or topic to discuss. Why invest in yourself? Jump right into it, Robin. Robin. Uh, what's the short answer to that question why why would someone or why should someone invest in themselves
1: you should invest in yourself because if you don't no one else will and mm. in and in, in any aspect of life if you're not willing to invest in yourself then how will you get better why like the i guess the better question is why would you want to stay stagnant
0: okay yeah i i agree with that but it is a common thing you know people don't think of personal development now can you think of any reasons why people don't though why why they they just don't have that perspective that I love.
1: At least from my observation, I feel like, especially in our society, the, the typical way of development is, you know, you go through high school, you go to college, get a degree, and then you get a really good job after a few years. And then that's pretty much it. So I feel like a lot of it comes from maybe like a, a place of complacency or you just get comfortable and you're like, hmm, I'm good. I'm married. I have a good job. I have a house. What else what else do I need yeah so then would you say investing in yourself is tied
0: to having goals
1: definitely okay you have to have goals in order to attract progress and just know where know where you're going yeah
0: yeah when I think of that quote and I think of our topic most people are keen to invest money right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and, and the reason we invest well some people don't invest some people take let's say they have a million dollars they'll put it under the mattress so they don't spend it and their mentality is, okay, when I retire or when I can't work, I'll have a million dollars. But what happens after 40 years of the million dollars being under a mattress, it's still technically a million dollars, but after 40 years, inflation will destroy the value of that of that amount. Most people understand that. Okay. When it comes to money, if you don't invest, obviously you have to save a certain amount of money, but if you don't invest a lot of what you make, you're going to pay for it later on, or you're not going to have as much money as you intend to when you retire, when you can no longer work. Yeah. But I think that same mentality should be with investing in yourself or or putting, improving yourself. So if we strive to improve ourselves, then over time, as we briefly mentioned before, we can reach goals that we perhaps may not have intended on on ever having, right? We can reach our full potential.
1: Agreed? Definitely agree.
0: (laughs) Something I saw quoted from someone else, it says, don't be a spectator of your own life. And it kind of goes with the first thing you brought out. Many people just stick with the general goals that most people have and they just watch life go by and it goes by quickly, right? So yeah. like, you know, like you said, even when I think back to myself, you know, I used to think, man, I graduated high school so far away and now- Well, I won't say, but I'm very, very many, many years past high school at this point. We're going to assume that you have a growth mindset. How do you think you cultivated that?
1: Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) I I think it's just from always wanting more in in my life growing up, especially with having two parents as immigrants, seeing them, you know, come to this country and then, you know, work hard just to have the bare minimum. But now that I'm the second generation, it's like, okay, well, that's cool and all, but what else is out there in the world? Mm -hmm. So I guess that's where it comes from. And then just wanting to elevate myself to be a better version of who they are. Not to say that they're bad, of course, but just continue growing.
0: Did they listen to this podcast?
1: Knowing if, <laughs> if anyone has ever had Caribbean parents, uh, they'll support you once they see the money coming in. <laughs> it's, it's interesting you said that
0: because I have a similar background. You know, I was an immigrant, but watching my primarily my mom working three jobs to get nothing. Mm hmm and growing up you know she would always try to instill in me that you need to work this is this is life this is work and i used to always tell myself no this is terrible this this yeah. isn't this isn't living you know we're working three jobs you know coming home to sleep for 4 hours and, and, and doing another another job just so you can pay off you know an apartment and a house um i mean i obviously i gain a tremendous amount of respect for her but i don't want to i don't think anyone wants to live that way. But since you brought up the Caribbean parents, I think that's a that's a fairly common thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, like, I remember talking to my mom about it and I was like, you know, you're not really living, you're just surviving.
0: Yeah. And not only that, the the jobs that at least my mom had were not jobs, they're kind of like transitionary jobs, right? Yeah. Like, okay, you need something for a year, you, get your, you know, as you get your footing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And those are the jobs that that she had for many, many, many years. And they're not really fulfilling. And they're a means to an end, right? You you go there because you have to work. Well, and obviously everybody has to work, but you should get something else out of your job than a paycheck. Definitely. And I think that's the difference between someone who grows and someone who doesn't. Someone who wants to grow may take a job that they may not necessarily enjoy or may not necessarily pay well if it's going to help them take a step toward in the right direction based on their future
1: your goals, yeah. It's interesting you say that just because I remember working like in a few restaurant jobs and some people thinking, Yeah, I'm gonna be here and become a manager and I'm gonna become a general manager and then an area director and blah blah blah. And I remember corporate would come in and be like, Robin, do you see yourself being here for the next 20 years? <laughs> and I like just finished, <laughs> like, I just graduated high school. And I'm looking in my head, I'm like. No, <laughs> I don't think I'll be here in the next six months, <laughs> but it's just like, it, there really is a big difference between certain people where they just get comfortable with like a decent paycheck yeah, and those who want more.
0: And I think, I think in addition to being comfortable with a good paycheck, it's also being uncomfortable in uncharted waters because yeah, some people are, are where they are because they're afraid of leaving. Yeah. I mean, e- even I, I've experienced that myself. I was like, wow. I've been doing this for a while. My skill set are based on this. You know, if I leave, it goes back to the saying, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. yeah. But you can't use that to justify inactivity. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think it can happen to any of us, but, and and the, the point of this is not to quit your jobs in, in to grow, (laughs) (laughs) but but the point of it is making sure that we are doing something that's going to help us reach our goals in the future. So, Having said that, why is it important that we challenge ourselves?
1: I mean, I think it goes back to the quote, if you don't challenge yourself, then you're essentially not moving or in this or in, in the quotes case, you're dying. But when we challenge ourselves and, uh, and get out of our comfort zone, we're able to grow and become a better person in whatever means that may be, whether it's, you know, going to the gym, taking a a class like or whatever it may be in whatever aspect.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it uh, right before we record it. And and that's something that applies a lot in nature. When something stops growing, it starts the dying process. Mm -hmm. And that's scary when we think about it. I I thought of a cocoon, butterfly finally comes out, but how long does a butterfly live, right? Yeah. (laughs) As beautiful as it is. Matrician is beautiful, but it's also towards the end. (laughs) You know, not to be depressing, but but in, in nature, you know, that's what it is. It's interesting, a tree can obviously grow for many, many, many decades. But even when it stops growing vertically, it gets wider. So even when you think, oh, okay, it's it's done growing, it's it may not be as visible to the eyes, but it's still doing something. And, and the same is true of us. Now, why do you think it's important to grow? Or what impact do you think that has on our mental health? Acts that way.
1: Of uh, growth? Yeah. I feel like you develop a lot of mental toughness in, in, in regards to focusing on your growth. Because, uh, as you mentioned earlier, while initially there may be a sense of fear, that fear is actually a good thing if you if you know how to channel it, which we'll talk about soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I remember I was on vacation with my brother. Now everyone knows me knows that I've always been disappointed that I didn't learn how to swim. So you can't swim? As as I can't swim. Oh, I I'm, I'm pure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can you? A little bit. I <laughs> probably need to take <laughs> a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> like. Okay.
0: That just sounds <laughs> like you're drowning slower. Then- <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like I learned to swim. I took classes, but then it's like I went five years without ever swimming. Uh, and I okay. went swimming again. And then another like three years went by. I so, see. yeah.
0: So, so it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> no. Okay. Great. So I'm on vacation with my brother and I'm kind of disappointed because we're in this beautiful lagoon. I mean, it's the pictures don't do it justice. And everybody's swimming and having fun. And I'm over here, you know. I mean, seeing it is nice, but such your feet in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was this wasn't even this wasn't like fifteen feet. This was very 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 deep. So I wouldn't even take the chance, of like holding on to the edge, just, mm-hmm. or or you know, staying close to the edge. But I asked him, "Hey, how'd you learn how to swim?" Because at that point, we we lived with each other. So I'm like, "Wait, how'd you learn how to swim?" And guess what he told me? He said he went to a party once, and everybody was in a pool, and he was mad because he didn't know how to swim. Everybody was having fun, and he's on the outside. Mm-hmm. So he says, I just jumped in the deep end. Oh. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, don't try this though. <laughs> but yeah, he jumped in the deep end and he obviously, because he didn't know how to swim, he, w- he started freaking out. But long story short, because he was moving, it helped him float, right? So he then he realized, okay, at least I'm not sinking to the bottom.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And and he, I'm not saying he learned how to swim that very day, but he did the hardest thing. He started with the hardest thing. So at that point, learning how to swim was very, very easy because he jumped in the (laughs) deep end of the pool. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was applicable in some ways to sometimes growing means we jump to the deep end in the deep end of the pool. Now, you know, there's the lifeguards. There's many people there. At the end of the day, he wouldn't have died. So we, we take calculated. We make wise decisions, of course, and we limit how much we lose. But we don't let fear stop us from, from reaching our goals or at least, you know, going forward or attempting. I just thought that was uh mm-hmm. I felt bad about myself. I was like, man. <laughs> I don't think I could have I could have ever done that myself. But more power <laughs> to him. Uh he knows how to swim and I don't.
1: Hey, it's never too late. They have adult swimming classes. Know. Hey, 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 I could I can see on your face. You had a face of like, I'm not I'm a grown man, I'm not doing it. But listen. No, no, no,
0: no. I'm not a hypocrite, you know. This is about growing. I'm, I'm not a hypocrite, but the, the the only reason I had that face is because with COVID and everything, like I want to learn something. I want to take this time to learn something that I can immediately, you know, immediately apply. And I feel like what well, swimming pool? None of my friends have swimming pools, and I don't want to be in a public one if that's even allowed. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I'll start making excuses. <laughs> one day. Yeah, I want one day. So, what do you think are some reasons why? People should focus on growing, focus on having goals and reaching them, with you know, without the you know, not just for the sake of "quote unquote" investing in yourself, but what are some legitimate reasons you think that's important?
1: You definitely through pursuing goals, you definitely uh, are able to make memories and and you know, not only make memories, but just have life experiences you can share in the future. Because if you don't, you're just going to end up living a life looking back on your life rather. Uh, and just being filled with regret, wishing that you did this or that, whether it's, you know, pursuing your own business or shooting a shot at a significant other or <laughs> hey, that counts sliding them that... oh. sliding those PMs guys, <laughs> what do you have to lose? <laughs> but, um, or, you know, going to school, going for that degree or whatever it may be, just pursuing your dreams. You don't want to live a life full of regret.
0: Yeah. That, that reminds me of a TED talk I, I heard many years ago. I forgot his name, but he took it a challenge to to ask why. So so if he ever got a no, so he, he would ask things that were outside of social norms or it could be that others would be afraid of asking. And during the TED talk he explained that he didn't get as many no's as he expected. But when he asked, when he did get a no and he asked why, a lot of times it became a yes or he was able to explain away their reasoning. So, for example, and I, I can't quite remember the end, to be honest with you, but for example, he knocked on a random door and he had like a bucket in his hand and a shovel and he asked his neighbor, or I don't know if his neighbor, but he, he asked the, the homeowner, he says, can I dig this in your backyard? <laughs> <laughs> so that, a body. <laughs> so obviously what's most people going to say? No. No. <laughs> so again, I, I don't quite remember exactly how that particular example went but when he asked why it wasn't the answer he was expecting it wasn't that it was a weird request it it was um I, again i, I forgot to answer but let's say the guy said well my wife my wife's hobby is gardening and i don't think she'd appreciate it let's just say that that was the answer mm-hmm. but his point was it gets your perspective he's not saying no because of me or i'm not a hundred percent the reason it's a no he has a reason why it wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. You know, so, you know, let's say he X girls out, you know, he get a nose and why it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm already in a relationship. So you go home thinking not that you got rejected. It's like, well, they're in a relationship, you know, they're, of, of course it's not right. So the whole point of that whole talk was don't take nose personally. There's, there's usually a, a reason behind it and don't let no prevent you from doing something you want to do. Mm. And That was big, Um, and again, I I wish I could remember more. uh, But yeah, the the points that he brought out were were amazing. That was a a single talk that really changed my whole outlook. I I haven't done, I haven't taken it to an extreme like he did, but learned a lot from it. So I stumbled on something. Glamour magazine did like a little—I don't know if I can call it a study—but they did an interview seventy people ages five through Mm
1: seventy-five,
0: and they asked them one question, and that question was. What is your life's biggest regret? So I was watching, so there was a video. I'm watching a video and I noticed a pattern. Like, that's interesting. But I'll read you some of the comments under that video. Okay. And they do a nice job by kind of summarizing it all. So the first one read, it seems that younger people regret things they've done and older people regret things they haven't done. Mm. Second one. It's interesting how none of these regrets really included money, which is what a lot of us are chasing nowadays. None of them said, I regret not making enough money. Third one. So I understand how not doing something is the biggest reason here. Trust me, failure will not hurt as much as regret will. Like, come on, life is an adventure. So live it like one. And oh yeah. And another one, uh, notice how 99% of the adults' regrets start with not. You don't regret what you did. You regret what you didn't do. Take a chance in life and do what you're scared to do. And then uh, again, these will go on forever, but I'll read just... One more. It's just uh, made that move today. No more excuses. Stop letting fears, that stagnancy, and complacency, complacency hold you back. Declare your love. Make that apology. Take those dance classes. Start that new job. Move to where your heart desires. Spend time with your loved one. I stumbled on that video by accident, and I ended up watching that interview. That that uh, that interview, and I learned so much from that. But again, I brought it up because it confirms what we're talking about today, as far as. You know when we get older our biggest regrets is on what we didn't do mm. not on not even on bad decisions and
1: we've all made bad decisions yeah can i ask you something yeah sure do you have any regrets or at least one big regret oh i have plenty <laughs> um which oh, one <laughs>
0: wait which one should i bring out one regret that i have i regret having low self-esteem in high school oh I I think it distracted. I was distracted by others and I didn't do as well in school as I should have.
1: Like you were comparing yourself?
0: Yes and no. Yeah. So to some degree, I was comparing myself, but not with the metrics I should have been comparing. So yeah. So yeah, I I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I was, I was comparing myself to others, but it took me a while. It took me into my college years to to rebound from that, and mm. I feel like I could have taken school way more seriously for what I, yeah, instead of being distracted by, uh, by certain things. Um, so yeah, I, I could have taken school way more seriously. This that one's kind of tied with being very very stupid with my money in my early twenties. Uh, those those are tied up. Um, I, I try not to even think about it sometimes. <laughs> um, I seriously like I made some terrible and and not like I was buying anything crazy. I was just not disciplined. Yeah. So, I, I did travel a lot, which I actually recommend for anybody in the early 20s. Those experiences I have out, uh, they were worth that money. But so, aside from that, yeah, I, I could have done, if I had the, yeah, if, if I could collect all the money that I lost in my early 20s and have it now, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would make the decisions I would make now would be very, very different.
1: May I ask for a guesstimate on how much that would be, if you don't mind sharing?
0: So, I probably squandered. I don't know exactly. I probably squandered at least 70. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real reaction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: Because, I, I mean, keep in mind, this is throughout years and not like, you know, not like I was making 70K a year when I was 19. But,
1: Ooh. yeah. <laughs> you guys can see <laughs> the You're, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: holding his chest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, but, you but, told me this before, but I didn't know <laughs> it was <of> that much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, and I,
0: and all I'm doing, you know, this is an exact amount. I'm just, I'm just taking the, picturing my, my taxes every year. <laughs> <right there. laughs> and the fact that for a while I had no, I had no bills. I mean, I had my, you know, my car, I card, but I didn't have like big major, you know, mm-hmm. but, but here's the thing though. So I, I do regret it, but that experience has helped me change my outlook because I used mm-hmm. to live. And, and I think that's what most people do you work hard so you tell yourself i deserve to spend this money because yeah. i worked hard
1: for it treat yourself yes
0: yeah <laughs> and and treating yourself is the biggest that, that mentality i think is the number one reason people go go um you know get into debt yeah because that mentality is, you're basically saying i'm worth yeah i'm worth it
1: yeah, yeah. that can be very deceptive because yeah. obviously you want to you know self care and self love are very important but <laughs> that doesn't mean every weekend you should go and buy 300 dollars nikes or whatever it may be yeah well it's marketed too so everybody everybody feels like
0: they're above marketing but think about how many commercials basically says you're worth this yeah you know there's i don't want to mention names but there's there's one company (laughs) i'm thinking of directed towards you know women uh makeup it's their tagline is is essentially you you deserve this Mm -hmm. and as a guy i'm not not gonna get i'm not gonna go get um you know lip balms for or uh, lipstick but but that mentality continues mm-hmm. now. What about you? I, I think I feel like you were the complete opposite, but I'll go ahead and ask
1: <laughs> in regards to money. Yeah. Oh, money. Um, I've spent some money, but not even, i didn't even spend a quarter of what you spent. Oh, yeah, so. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm some would say I'm cheap. <laughs> I don't think I'm cheap. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit. <laughs> I'm cheap with everything except food. Mm, okay. So I'm this that friend sense. where like, uh, if we go out to eat, I'm, I'll easily drop like a hundred dollars just on me wow. because, I, wow. because I love myself. <laughs> I'm, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, and I, my, uh, my mindset when it comes to food is life is too short to eat bad food. Mm. So I refuse to eat bad food. So like, I'll, anytime like friends want to go to like, like if we're on a road trip and we're like, it's McDonald's or something. I'll skip. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, like, it's like, why am I going to spend, even though it's like only $10, like uh eh, that's a waste of $10. I'm not even going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'd much rather spend $50 at a restaurant or something. Wow. I, yeah.
0: I, I, I didn't, I'm kind of surprised. Oh, now you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm surprised at that, but uh, we, we have something in common. I was often called cheap uh, <laughs> growing up. Um, I chose to define it as frugal. Yeah, I agree. And, and people, again, obviously people didn't know my real spending habits because I would, <laughs> as I've expressed, um, I had no issue spending money, mm. but what is something that, you know, you, you asked me, what's something that I regret? What about you? What's something that you regret?
1: See, the thing is, I don't, I only have two regrets in my entire life. I can proudly say that. The first is spending an unnecessary amount of money in the stock stock market, even though I wasn't in a financial, in the the best financial place to lose it. And I did end up losing it. Mm. So that's the first one. And then the second one, not staying true to myself in terms of like values and morals, mm. especially when it comes to like boundaries with people with mm. friends and whatnot. So that that's, that's my biggest regret, but I've learned from that. So, yeah.
0: So you, 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 you raised a good issue. So how do you think friends affect your drive or do you think friends do affect it? Or if you do, how do you think friends affect your goals?
1: Oh, 100%. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to any of our friends listening to this this is not a shot at me <laughs> just just quick disclaimer before i get um like a bunch of text messages or something like that but anyways um there's a well-known it might be a proverb or a quote or something something like that but that speaks about you know you're you are uh a makeup of the 10 closest people ra- around mm-hmm. you And if you if you hang out with like if if you go into a room five millionaires and you hang out with all five of them, then you'll become number six. Yeah. Just to emphasize the point of you are who you keep around you. Yeah. So if you keep yourself around people who aren't thinking about like business or, or, you know, just bettering themselves or whatever it may be, then you're going to stay stuck in that situation as well. Yeah.
0: And, and, uh, you know, it's not to say, you know, going back to you know, if you hang around five millionaires, you'll be going to say, it's not, it's not to say that, you know, your friends, you, uh, you belittle your friends that don't have certain things, mm-hmm. but it's the attitude. I, I don't care yeah. what my friends have, but it's the attitude because that's what rubs off on you. So, yeah, I, I do agree with, you know, I, I used to say you're the average of your friends, which, which is the same principle of what you mentioned, uh, whether you, you want to, it, and it's their good traits and their bad traits. Yes. Yeah. So, so what are your friends habits? Are they in line with yours? Because it's going to affect you. I'll give you a quick example. And I won't mention names, of course. Mm-hmm. But I had a group of friends that never wanted to do anything other than sit around and watch TV. Mm. And it's, you know, you know, I like TV. You know, that's cool, right? Yeah. But after years of that, and, you know, this was a big circle of friends. So a couple of us would try to bring up other things that we could do. That, that's productive. Yeah. And that was always shut down. And one day, it, it seemingly, seemingly one day I woke up and said, Well, because what started happening was my personal projects, my personal goals, was like uh, I started losing my desire to improve. Right. Yeah. So, I, me and another friend that was part of that circle, we had a friend conversation about it one day. Say, What? They no longer fit and not to be mean, you know not not to be jerks or anything like that, but they they no longer fit our our circle I mean <laughs> you know it it sounds cruel, but you can't grow that way,
1: yeah, and, you know I'm sorry right I was just gonna say um and that's probably something we can talk about another time the the importance of uh knowing when to let go of certain relationships that's oh, important yeah. especially when it comes to growth, yeah, like, that's something that people may feel like that's, that's horrible to say or think, but it's natural. You know, if you, if you, if in 20 years, you're the same person as you are now, you've wasted 20 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that keeps them, that brings to mind someone else I know, and they have a friend and they are their emotional punching bag. Ooh, that's the worst. And, you know, I'm on the outs, but I'm looking from the outside, looking in, I'm like, you're being used. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like anybody can... Boundaries. See. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and again, you know, friends are, are there for each other. So we're not talking about leaving your friends high and dry because you're not getting something out of the relationship. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, friendships it isn't about being selfish. But at the same time, if someone is totally against your values and associating with them is affecting, um, you know, what you want or sometimes what you need, mm-hmm. then, then obviously, you know, things have changed. It's kind of like why... You know, you can have friends in in high school, but when everybody goes to college, you almost become different people. You know,
1: Definitely.
0: so yeah. So I thought that was an interesting point uh, since you brought it up. Uh, how does our association affect affect our goal? But like you said, yeah, in the future we can talk about how to end.
1: I have I have a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably learn something from you since <laughs> you have you have more experience with that.
0: Well, I'll say this very quickly. I think everyone should be valued, mm-hmm. or, or everyone should be. Re- we shouldn't disrespect anybody, but when i think what naturally happens is you naturally do start drifting right so all you have to do it's not that you intentionally go to somebody hey we're not gonna hang out you know that's not the way it (laughs) it has to go it's just you focus on what's important to you and eventually you just you just split you know yeah so 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 we talked about you know growing and investing yourself so that we can reduce or eliminate regret uh, especially Mm -hmm. as as we grow older and now, obviously, we, we can never beat hindsight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, that's 2020. It doesn't get better than that. We can, <laughs> we, can, we can both sit back and reflect on decisions that we could have made differently and the consequences of some of the decisions we've made. But we can't do anything about it. But one of the things I thought of is, you know, with foresight, our hindsight can look way better. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if we use foresight, it's like, well, if we think years ahead, we can create an environment where it's more likely that we're gonna reminisce on good times versus look back with regret. Mm-hmm. So an- another thing, uh, another reason why we can or we should invest in ourselves is to inspire others. For sure, I th- yeah, I, th- I think that's a very underrated issue that we have in society. Is so many of us have a lack of solid examples um, based on where we are in life. So you know, a son may have a very poor example of what it's like to be a father. Yeah, a, a daughter may have a very bad example of what it's like to be a mother. So growing up, you had that it doesn't mean you can't be a good father or mother, but you have that uh, against you in a sense, you know, who who, who can you go to for really genuine advice? Uh, what do you think?
1: Um, especially now in this era of technology, mm-hmm. even if you, how do I want to word this, you can't blame, you can't blame your parents to a certain degree. So because you know, they're just doing the best that they could do from what they learned from their parents. So if you want to do better, then the best place to go is maybe a different family member or there's so many resources online, whether it may be various par- parenting books or therapists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I, like, like I said, I think, I think it's a big problem. And like let's be honest. So all, all the examples that you gave, none of them trump Having a real uh, a father that's yeah of that's, course not. you know mm-hmm. n- nothing trumps that and so like you said sometimes you do have to look out you know and look at an honorary father or honorary mother mm-hmm. um, you know look, look elsewhere family but it it is a shame that those examples don't uh, exist anymore well I shouldn't say don't exist anymore but it, it's becoming more of a of a rarity
1: yeah for sure
0: and and obviously some people may have a, a different idea of. Why a father is or or should be. Mm -hmm. But we can all agree that there's a point where a father shouldn't be, you know, this,
1: (laughs) you know. Even then, because like, at least for me, I I kind of view the word, the words differently. Like I once heard a saying that anyone can be a father, but not everyone can be dead, Mm. if that makes sense. Yes. Because biologically, once, you know, you're born, biologically, you have a mom and dad. But as you get older, especially if it's like, God forbid, uh, emotional abuse or physical or whatever it may be, that no longer becomes like that relationship isn't mom and dad. It's just that's my mother and that's my father. Yeah, And that's why you hear so many people uh, becoming uh, like basically raising themselves. Mm-hmm. And you think at least for me, I, I realize how much that uh, affects your growth. As an individual on so many levels especially if it's from a young age yeah i mean that, that's a much deeper topic that we could get into but we're not going to right now but in terms of growth i've seen I, i've met a lot of people who uh who've been uh affected by that
0: yeah like you said this is this is something we could talk about for a while but it, it's very true but that kind of leads us to disc- discussing well what are some examples that we can look at? Not necessarily in those roles, but it is important to have people that you respect mm-hmm. that are older than you, um, especially those that have, I think it's important to, to follow those that are not from the same background. They, and they're in, in, in some ways very different than you, but you learn, mm-hmm. right? Because at a certain point, let, let's, let's use the example of an abusive father. For that to ever stop, in the family, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that can lead the, the son to grow up and be the same. For that to, for that to stop, at one point, the, the father, I mean, um, the son or daughter has to decide, I am not going to treat my my kids this way. Yeah. And they have to... So, so you have to know which examples you, you follow and, and which you don't. Mm-hmm. Who's somebody that... I don't say look up to, but who, who's somebody that... Hopefully somebody well-known, but who's somebody that you you follow in terms of uh, someone with uh, similar goals or someone that has a, has something that you wish or you want
1: to develop, if that makes sense. Mm, I can't say I have anyone specifically just because like my mindset has always been like, uh, observe who this person is, see what I can take away as a positive and avoid as a negative. Mm, So yeah, that's, that's always, that's always been my mindset, especially like reflecting on like my parents and who they are it's like okay well i like this and this and that about my parents but i don't like like for example i don't like how my mom is unorganized <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna um, actually read i'm gonna i'm gonna send her this podcast. It's just, it's, Oh, it's okay she knows she is she says it all the time okay. <laughs> she's like i try so hard but i don't know i just get frazzled <laughs> but like so it's just little things like that and i forgot the other part of what, what i was gonna say so i'll just pass the mic back to you yeah for me
0: someone that Again, I, I definitely don't want to use the word "look up to" because I don't think it's it fits this. But someone that I observe frequently is Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and not because he's a genius. Well, that's one of the reasons I follow him, but it's it, it, it's not necessarily for what you may think it's for. But it's because not only does he seem genuine, but everything he does seems to be to help others, or, or, yeah. or he, like he, he's he's not so business oriented that he that it doesn't blind him to to things that are more important right
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and he also inspires others to do to do their best i mean how, how many and not just do their best go for for their wildest dreams in expectation that it may fail <laughs> but still doing it you know now it's interesting a couple years ago or now i guess it's been three years around 2018 there were some allegations that he would go through firing storms, right? He would get mad at something or someone and just start firing people left and right. Mm. And as you know, he, he's under a tremendous amount of stress. So I, I mean, I don't work for him, so I don't know if these are true, but I can see it. It's not so far fetched that, you know, so I can, I can see that being the case. But interestingly, despite all that, uh, someone who, I think they got fired too, <laughs> but <laughs> 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 he was being interviewed by Elon Musk. And this is what he says. He says, it's one of the few companies that is generally changing the world. One former executive told Don Higg, so this is from Oracle, is that, and everyone was so smart. He's someone who empowers you to be better than you think you can be. He has extraordinarily high standards. And so he pushes you to be your absolute best. The reason this stood out to me is this is, in face of the allegations of how how bad of a manager he was, mm-hmm. and again, I think I, I could be wrong, but he, he was one of the ones that got fired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so to me, if that stood out, you know, if, if you fire me and your positive traits still stood out to me, that means it's it's, it's true. I mean, you know, there's no reason why he will paint this. In fact, you know, other folks only talked about or or emphasized some of the, the bad things about him. But I brought that up because you know we, we mentioned a few minutes ago that one of the reasons we want to invest in ourselves is to inspire others because of individuals such as Elon Musk. And there may be people that are reaching out for things that they know that they may not have reached out if it wasn't for, for that influence.
1: Yeah. Can I go back and retract part of what I said? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Not even retract, but more so add on. Okay. I think if there's anyone that like, I guess, inspired me, definitely, and I'm not just saying that because he passed away, unfortunately, but Kobe Bryant and the Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't know what the Mamba mentality is, to sum it up, it basically means to be able to constantly try to be the best version of yourself. And that's what the Mamba mentality is. And I've always I grew up being a Kobe fan just because that's who I grew up watching. That was who that's who I was first introduced to sing basketball for the first time i don't think i need to say more everyone knows about kobe bryant but just his mindset alone trying to be the best version of yourself as as possible that's de- that that was definitely instilled in me from a very young age even though i didn't recognize it like you know as a kid but as i've gotten older i've definitely uh tried to implement that in my life you know especially like recently i've been trying to like you know about this guy about how much i hate working out <laughs> like just the thought of it oh god but um, but I know it's good for me and all the benefits I will receive from doing so. So something that I've been focusing on in terms of growth is practicing discipline. So no matter how much I hate working out, I'm not doing like, I'm not waiting to be motivated to go to the gym and work out. I'm practicing discipline, discipline and going because I need to. So, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's it's funny you bring out Kobe Bryant because so you were a fan. I did not like Kobe Bryant. Now, you know, let me finish. <laughs> I I did, I did not like him when he was playing. Mm. I, I I started kind of changing my view of him the last three years. He he played granted he was injured for most of it, but it wasn't really until after he retired and that that I he was doing a lot of interviews. He, he wrote a book. He started a podcast for uh, children for them to mm. learn. He did an animated short, and it was through all that that I really got a chance to to learn a little bit more about who he is yeah, or who he was. And he was, a, he was actually a major motivating force, as weird as that sounds, for me to do better at work. I know that sounds really weird because at work, I used to listen to podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. And he had an interview that I was listening to. And his view is something that I think I had, but I didn't have the drive complete. Like all of us want to do certain things, but we don't have the drive to take us there. It's yeah. like, we, we have the car, but not the gas, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I had the car, <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't have the fuel and he he added the fuel. And, and the reason I agreed to respect him was because he, he said, he mentioned this all the time. I think he was 12 or, or four. I think it was 12. He was not very good at all in basketball. Yeah. At all. He said in the whole, he didn't score a single point. He, he didn't score a single point in not just a game, but in the mm-hmm. whole, yeah. So... Then to go from that to two years later being the best in the state, that's not what stuck out to me. It was the fact that he said, okay, I'm not very good. (laughs) He accepted it, right? Yeah. why am I not good? Or or, how can I be better? Was his mentality, as you mentioned. So he decided, okay, they're practicing a couple hours a week. I can practice a couple hours a day. Mm. And over time, they're still going to be better than me tomorrow. They're going to be better than me the day after tomorrow. They're going to be better than me next week. They're still going to be better than me in a month. But it's gonna catch up. Yeah, if I do two hours a day and they do two hours a week, that's gonna catch up. He, he broke down difficulties. So okay, it's difficult, and that's why most people stop. It's this is hard. But he didn't stop there. He's, okay. It's hard. What can I do to make it slightly less difficult? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was his mentality. He, he he used his mind to his advantage, and that's a that's a mentality that all of us should have. It's not oh, it's hard to save money. It shouldn't just stop there, yeah. and that's that's why it does stop for most people. It's hard to save money. I tried it before and I failed. Let me go buy brownie so I can feel better. <laughs> right? That's the that's the exact same mentality that I has. Like, well, you know, let me spend money that I don't have so I can think about how to. You know, I'll go I'll, I'll go I'll uh, eat out. I don't have the money, but I go eat out so I can think about how to save money. <laughs> 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 but Sorry, yeah, I got, I got a visual. <laughs> I th- I used to think that was just me, but. I listen to a lot of financial advisors and I, I've come to realize that is so common. Wow. It's the, you know, I need to save money, but
1: I work so hard. How can I work hard then not see the footage of my hard work? That's interesting. You say that because my mindset has never, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll definitely talk about basic. We'll talk about money in the future for sure. I think it's on the podcast topics <laughs> for sure. But anyways, um, I say that because I'm not going to go into my finances because I don't like people pocket watching me <laughs>
0: i don't like people pocket watching me too, <laughs> but, um, but you,
1: you had me you had me
0: share how much i spent so <laughs> hey, I it's okay. I, that, that I, was I the old
1: you <laughs> 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 but um <laughs> i say all that to say it's funny you say that because i guess it's technically saving but to sum it up i do not have a savings account i don't believe in saving money in the traditional sense i believe in just making more money <laughs> I know it sounds funny. Well, we'll definitely talk about it. (laughs) We're gonna start that podcast with that line. I don't believe in saving
0: money; just make more of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was that was hilarious. (laughs) But but, but with that being said, I I do, (laughs) I do agree that the, (laughs) I do agree that it is a it is a healthy mindset to have. Not, not being, you know, obviously not making your whole life centered around money, but, but also at the same time, as we started out the podcast, saving money has its limitations, right? So if you have the mindset of how can this money work for me, Mm -hmm. naturally you will get to a place where you have enough of said money (laughs) where it can accumulate in the right places. So money accumulating in your savings account is way different than money accumulating in a mutual fund or, you know, or whatever you, you, yes, may, you, you may decide. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that in a, in a future podcast episode. But, but yeah, that, that's something that I, I mm. sincerely, with every fiber of my being, blame the education system.
1: 100%. Yeah. I, I was speaking to a friend about that a few weeks ago, actually, because I was fucking like, oh, um, this is like, this is the... So I've been out of high school for five years now and I was reflecting and I'm like, you know, what do I still use from high school besides like basic like reading skills, math skills and, uh, you know, common knowledge of like, oh, like I definitely use some chemistry when cooking and whatnot. But overall, you spend like these are things I can probably learn in one year. But between but with, with all four years of high school, there's so little that I don't use. But yet within the last five years, I've learned so much outside of high school and college that I actually use, especially when it comes to financial literacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing.
0: So my personally, I think, okay. I think elementary school is important. I think it is important to be exposed to a variety of topics because Mm -hmm. it's hard to know what you enjoy unless you are exposed to such things. So I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with elementary school. I'm even okay with middle school, but after that, and again, it's still good to know a variety it's important not to funnel too much on on one thing, but at the same time, I agree with you. 90% of what I learned in high school, I never use. Now, the one thing I would say high school may help some people with is to learn how to learn. And I know that sounds funny, but yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. That is an important trait to have if if you, if you learn in the right way, you know, if you learn how to memorize stuff so you can pass a test, that's going to, at some point is going to catch up with you in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But if you use the opportunity to to generally learn how to learn, <laughs> um, or even how to have how to build up habits that will help you in the future, such as waking up early. Man, high school <laughs> wake, wake up it's ages ago now for me, but to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, which was a big you know sharp difference from, um I was middle school, but uh, elementary school, and then. You're kind of on your own more in high school you have to kind of schedule I mean every household is different but I had to plan out when I was gonna do certain activities uh, do my homework so th- those have practical that, that can help you be organized right? but but yeah with with the internet now and obviously the internet old news now but with with just how things are I feel like I would I would much rather take 10 master classes um, watch some legitimate YouTube channels. And, you know, take, take some courses here and there, but I feel like that's almost equivalent to what you get in high school. Mm
1: -hmm. If,
0: if you're not learning what you want to learn.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What are some things very briefly, we we can make the details in another episode, but what are some things that people can do to invest in themselves?
1: That's a great question. It really depends where, what aspect of your life you want to develop in. That could be, you know, self-development in terms of building up your confidence, being more focused, setting setting actual smart goals, which we can definitely talk more about um, in the future of setting up smart goals. Or you could focus on skill development and learn to you know, increase your productivity in the workplace or your creativity in whatever uh, you aspire to do or whatever your aspiration is or dream is. But then it could also be uh, investing yourself in terms of your health and wellness. You know, As I mentioned earlier, working out definitely has a lot of benefits like improving your sleep, your energy, reducing stress, whatever it may be. There's so many ways that you can uh, invest in yourself.
0: Yeah. And one thing I'll add to that list is is uh, just being inquisitive, set yourself up for success. And one of the easiest way to do that is keep learning. For sure. Um, you know, it, it kills me when, and again, I, I'm, I used to do the same thing. I'll take out my phone and I'll get an alert from Instagram. And five hours later, I realized that I've wasted five hours of my life, you know, mm-hmm. on, on Instagram. And, and again, not that Instagram is necessarily bad in of itself, but the same tools that we can use to kind of waste time, we can use to learn.
1: Mm-hmm, right? for sure. So,
0: so if, if you look at my phone, you know, iPhone tells you like how long you spend on a certain app. Yeah. And if you look at my phone, you'll see like YouTube is like, it's as if my phone never turns off It's I was on YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's because like, I'm listening to, you know, interviews with scientists with doctors um business owners so every so even if i've spent hours on that i don't i don't come out of it thinking i wasted 5 hours on i come out of it think okay wow today this is what i learned yeah right uh today this i learned that you know this is a mistake that i won't make <laughs> you know so so many people waste their time on social media and entertainment that doesn't and entertainment is important it can help you reset it can help you, you know, get your energy back to do what mm-hmm. you need to do. But entertainment, like one-way entertainment, can can not only you know suck in a lot of time, it can really become a distraction and a stumbling block from what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas I always I always recommend a hobby instead of purely, let's say instead of purely watching TV, at least a hobby, you're being productive. You're still doing something, even if it's Collecting rocks, it, 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 and that's a legitimate hobby. But yeah. it, it's you're doing something, and you're learning something. You're you're out in you're out in nature. Maybe you stumble into something that you've never seen before, and you're learning. Mm-hmm. And you can bring something. And here's another thing: you can bring something into a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the the things that we're losing in society is the art of conversation, because nobody sure. nobody knows how to not only do a lot of people not know how to talk is they don't have anything to talk about because everything they're doing other than have you seen that thing on YouTube you know have you seen that video you seen that new TikTok yeah yeah, (laughs) it's really funny and that's the end of the conversation (laughs) you know but and that goes with what you you and I mentioned before about traveling and and doing things like that you get a store of information that you can use to talk to someone and and that comes in very very handy when you meet someone let's say you go to a job interview Mm -hmm. And let's say it's not necessarily going that well, (laughs) right? And, but, you know, maybe you notice something or they notice something, I don't know, maybe you're, um, I don't know, maybe you noticed they have a a golf club in the corner of the office. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, do you play golf? Just that one question can start a conversation that has nothing to do with work, but it creates an atmosphere where they trust you you trust them, and there's a measure. Yeah, you get a measure of trust with each other, mm-hmm. and and even and even if you don't get that job, you never know how that conversation can 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 benefit you. Maybe maybe they know someone else that you would be a better fit with.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it sounds crazy, a simple conversation about golf, but it's amazing. So many of my friends, including myself, are at the job they are in because of a random conversation mm. that that meant almost nothing but that that's that's why it ended up being the, the the catalyst for someone getting out or or in some, or in a case someone just having at least having an interview whereas they normally would not have gotten an interview before
1: it's interesting you say that because that that brings that come, that, ugh, that brings two things to mind from at least in my mind from what you said if you're going to invest in yourself the first thing is you have to be willing to set yourself apart and that kind of goes back to association without getting deeper into that, into the next podcast that we do when we speak about that. Um, you definitely have to be willing to set yourself apart because unfortunately not everyone is going, at least not everyone in your circle is going to have that same mindset and wanting to grow. It's yeah. just, it is what it is yeah. for whatever reason. The second thing is, as as what you mentioned earlier, Gaio, about how you, know, you learn from your mistakes, whether it may be with money or whatever the case may be is. There's something I realized that you did is you were honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to invest in yourself, you have to be honest with yourself, flaws and all, or else you're only lying to yourself.
0: No, I I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, again, it, it's interesting. Two people can go through the same thing, but they can come out of it differently. You know, two, two people can go through disaster. One of them come out saying, "I survived that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to make sure that never happens again." <laughs> and another person comes out of it it's like, "My life is over. What's the point of living? What's the point of trying?" And yeah, and and just it's. I used to hate when people tell me this, but it, it's all about perception and attitude. And I used to hate that perception and attitude. Because I used to think in black and white terms, like if this is bad, it's bad. It doesn't matter how you think about it. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is it does. Yeah. If if you get fired, as bad as that is, you could take it as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. To one person, it's devastating. And it, it, I mean either way, it can be life altering and you know, it, it can be devastating in, in in one way or the other, but you know. The person who has the growth mindset will say, okay, what led to me being fired? Was it a skill that I didn't have? Was it politics? Was it the company that's losing money? So let's say it's something outside of your control. Let's say the company's bleeding out money. So then, okay, what can I do in the future to ensure that I'm not affected by another company, by a company? Mm-hmm. You know, losing money? Okay, I can have a side hustle so that if something goes wrong, I know I have some income coming in and I'm not completely reliant on this one check that I'm getting. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's just an example. They still got fired, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's still bad. They still have to, you know, find a way to, you know, get the money to eat and, and, and pay for their rental mortgage. But hopefully whatever happened then won't repeat itself. Mm-hmm. Or you'll put a you'll put things in place where if it does repeat, you're in a better position than than where you were before. So we're getting towards the end here, but can you think of another scenario where having the right attitude or mindset can take you from a bad situation and plant a seed for something better to happen in the future?
1: Personally, I, I love the illustration of, you know, if you were to lose your job, because that kind of happened to me. <laughs> so um I, I really liked it a lot just because it's true. I mean, there are so many experiences of, of people who lost their job, but because they had a side hustle they weren't in total despair and i know um i know of, of a photographer who ended up losing his job and he later on like a year later he says that was the best decision that's that ever happened to me mm. because if he didn't lose his job he wouldn't have taken the leap of pursuing his of turning his hobby into his full-time career of being a photographer mm. because he was stuck in that place mm. of uh stuck in a, in a in a state of complacency where he was making good money but he wasn't happy mm. but it wasn't until he lost his job that he you know, was looking at back on his life and he realized that while he made good money, he, he still felt as though he wasted the past 15 years at this one job because he wasn't doing what he loved.
0: Having to leave a job is never a, well, I won't say it's never a happy moment, but having <laughs> to leave a job when it's not your decision is obviously never a, a, a great thing, but well, at the very at the, at the same moment, but like, like you said, you know, as time passed you can see that as a benefit. I know someone else in a somewhat similar situation, they needed to make more money but they, they, you know, they, they couldn't at their job. They, it just wasn't happening, and they ended up having, they ended up being let go. You know, right after he was let go, they had a dinner with with some friends at their place, and you know, one of the uh, I think it was an older woman. She was like, uh, "Hey, do you can you do me a favor? Can you paint some cabinets, my kitchen cabinets, for me?" He said, "Yeah, sure." And you know, he didn't know, so you know, he he went online. He you know he learned how to sand. Had a stain, you know, mm-hmm. and he did it for her. You know, he's not thinking much of it. A friend went to that woman's house for dinner. I say, oh, who did your cabinets? He says, oh, you know, here's their info. Pho- that happened again, you know. Oh yeah. So, so he said, you know, he told me before. He knew it. He had to consider becoming a legal company because he was. He said he was making almost double what he was making just doing the cabinets. Cabinets are expensive, by the way, but <laughs> cabinets. <laughs> then he was at his regular job. Wow! And there's no way he would have gotten that type of raise, you know. But yeah, so if he wasn't, if it wasn't like go, he doesn't know if he would have made that. Right? So now he's a, you know, so now he started his own um, company and and that's what he does. And he says, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, he, he said I wouldn't have thought a couple years from now that I'd be doing this. But hey, I I'm I'm working by myself. I don't have to worry about other people. It gives me the, I can work less. It gives me the freedom that I need. So, hey, I'll take it. So, again, um, yeah, uh, obviously I knew I knew about your job. since so, so we talk, But what have you been doing to, uh, if you don't mind sharing in this public forum, what have you been doing to kind of supplement that uh, loss of income?
1: Well, I guess this would kind of go in if we ever talk about money in the future on another podcast episode. I ended up starting two side hustles. And then I learned from some friends of ways that they were making money. So I ended up doing that. But then a few months later, I got a call from a friend who offered me a job. So I was doing that. Well, I've been doing that. Excuse me. So, yeah. And ironically, now I make more money than I did before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll kind of wanted it now. But uh, before we, we do a quick summary, the, the point of all this is when we focus on investing in ourselves, it's kind of like money. Sometimes we invest money and we lose for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But generally, if we wait long enough, generally, if we wait long enough, we'll see uh, some footage. So when we invest in ourselves, it can take some time. Uh, we have to be patient with ourselves too. Uh, we have to think about our long-term goals. It can give us something that very few people have, great self-esteem. And nothing nothing gives us more self-esteem than having goals uh, and and reaching them. Uh, yes, sir. all right so we today we we discussed why is it important uh, to invest in yourself we we discussed one one of the main reasons is by investing in ourselves we reduce or eliminate regret that we'll have in in the future, especially when we're older and we can't do as much as as we perhaps could now we we brought up that uh, glamour magazine interview and it seemed that as as people got older the more they regretted things that they, didn't do more than what they did do. Uh, we also established that another reason we should invest in ourselves is so that we can uh, inspire others. And it's not just so we can be an inspiration, but you know, we we get the benefit. Uh, everyone benefits when when we have that mentality. It, it, it kind of reminds me of um, birds flying in a V formation. They save so much energy. Um, you know, I had often wondered why do they do that, but they save. A lot of energy just based on how the wind flows. Even the bird taking the lead in the front uh, saves energy. So when when we build ourselves up and inspire others, uh, we can. Uh, it, it helps us to learn more and expand our knowledge as we pass it on to others. Anything else you want to add, Robin?
1: No, um, I just wanted to reiterate that by investing in yourself, whether it may be personal or professional. You'll not only yield any future returns, but you'll be, you'll be presented with benefits in the present, whether it may be more self-confidence, uh, a better sense of productivity, or whatever it may, may be. And whether it may be time, effort, or money that you invest in yourself. All of those things will have a direct impact on the quality of life that we experience now and definitely into the future there are so many notable successful people today where they attribute so much of their success to the investments they made years ago whether it was a year ago five years ago or even 20 years ago just look at jeff bezos when he first started amazon oh yeah <laughs> so again by investing in yourself Uh, you're you're simply just creating a strong and secure foundation for you to build upon your life as you continue to get older. And by doing that, you'll be able to achieve your goals and live a happy, fulfilling life. So invest in yourself.
0: All right. So this has been two guys helping you better you. Next week, we're going to discuss what can we learn from failure? How can we
1: improve from that?